good afternoon. I ask you to continue to pray for the services here today. I caught the second half of the sermon this morning on live stream, which is a blessing. I, uh, unfortunately, I work a job that it grieves my heart when I have to work. I can't be in the house of God with the people that I love. Um, ask you to pray on my behalf uh, concerning that. I've got a really good job. I've been blessed above and beyond measure. Probably one of the negative things about the job is I do have to work some weekends, about four weekends out of the month, and one holiday a year, and uh, ask for your prayers, because I know the Lord can open up doors. He's, uh, it's not, nothing too hard for the Lord. They're like, we say in my house, they're like tiddlywinks <laughs> when it comes to what the Lord can do. I know if the Lord can create the universe and part the Red Sea, there's nothing too hard for him. My, my situation is tiddlywinks compared to what the Lord can do. So I ask you to pray on my family's behalf and my, my behalf personally because it does, it, it really grieves me not to be with you in the house of God. Uh, we sing the song, The Solid Rock, My Hope is Built on Nothing Less Than Jesus' Blood and Righteousness. I dare not trust the sweetest frame, but wholly lean on what? Jesus' name. On Christ the solid rock I stand, on all of the ground is what? Is sinking sand. The Lord's given us the, uh, I want to talk to you a few minutes this afternoon on being a hearer and being a doer. There's one thing to be a hearer of the word, but we must be a doer. And I want to talk to you a few, few minutes about hearing and doing in the house of God, in the word of God. God's given us the word of truth. We talked last time about all scriptures given by inspiration of God. It means God has spoken to us. All scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof. You know, we weren't born upright, we need, you know, for correction and righteousness that the man of God, which is us, may be uh, thoroughly furnished unto what? All good works. That's doing we need to be a hearer of the word, a listener of the word. The gospel is supposed to proclaim the, the manifold grace of God. He tells us in Peter, 1 Peter 4 and 10, he says, As every man hath received the gift, the gift of the Holy Ghost, the gift of the gospel, so many gifts that God has given us. As every man hath received the gift, even so minister or do the same one to another. That's what we're supposed to be doing. We're supposed to be doing this one to another as what? As good stewards of the manifold grace of God. Manifold there means many and various. There's many graces of God. There's dying grace, there's saving grace, there's providential grace. He can preach grace to the, <laughs> to the, <laughs> the Lord comes back again. You'll never be able to. That's how many there are. God's a God of all grace. And so as he says, as you receive the gift, minister, we need to do the same one to another as good stewards. In the hotel business, in the business I am, every major hotel, they have what they call an executive steward. And a steward is in charge of the master's goods. He's in charge of the hotel to make sure everything goes to where it needs to go. The chefs have what they do, but he is in charge. He's what they call an executive steward. He's somebody that the master puts in charge of his well belongs. And so the God has given us all grace. He's given us a manifold of grace. And we're to be good stewards. And we need to be doing. We not just show up for Sunday morning and be hearers of the word of God and hear about the grace of God and hear about redemption and reconciliation and election. 
That's one thing to hear it. But we need to hear it and we need to do it. We need to be good stewards of what God has given us. And as he says, as good stewards of the manifold grace of God. In the book of James, chapter 1 and verse, we'll start in verse 8. He says, draw nigh to God and he will what? Draw nigh to you. Cleanse your hands, ye sinners, and purify your hearts, ye double-minded. Be afflicted to mourn and weep. Let your laughter be turned into mourning and your joy to heaviness. Humble ourselves in the sight of the Lord, and he shall lift you up. We're not to speak evil one of another, brethren. He that speaketh evil, well, those are all good to have. <laughs> the, uh, go, let's turn back to James chapter 1. In verse 21, he says, Wherefore, lay apart all filthiness and superfluity of naughtiness, and receive the meekness, the engrafted word, which is able to save your souls. Listen to what he says in verse 22. Be ye doers of the word. We're supposed to read it. We're supposed to hear it. We're supposed to what? Do it. He says, Be ye doers of the word, and not hearers only, deceiving your own selves. For if any be a hearer of the word, and not a doer, he is like a man beholding the natural face in a glass, for he beholdeth himself and goeth his way. We know what the way is. The man, he says in Psalms, he says, the way of man seems right, but the way there is death. What seemeth right, the ways that seemeth right unto a man <laughs> leadeth to destruction or leadeth unto death. So he says, for he beholdeth himself and goeth his way. There's where he's going wrong. He's going his way and straight way forgetteth what manner of man he was he beholds himself in a mirror and he's only there for a short period of time he don't see the weakness in him he doesn't see the frailties of him he don't see what man is apart from the grace of God when he just beholds himself in the glass for a moment and then leaves and that's the way it is with the word when we just hear it once a week when we don't apply it when we don't do it we just it's like beholding ourselves in the mirror we don't see the frailties and we forget what the excellencies of god the manifold grace of god it's just for a short period of time and then he's on his way forgetting all those things that he's been afforded he said but whoso looketh into perfect the perfect law of liberty the gospel and continueth therein he being not a forgetful hearer but a doer of the work this man shall what be blessed in his deed. You want to be blessed in your deed. He's not, you're not going to be blessed because of what you did. The Lord said he's going to bless you in the deed. So when you're out here doing it, the Lord's going to bless you. When it's in the name of Jesus Christ, our rock, he is going to bless the deed. He says, if any man among you seem to be religious and bridleth not his tongue, but receiveth his own heart, this man's religion is in vain. And he sums it up here what we're doing pure religion and undefiled before god and the father is this to visit the fatherless and widows in their what in their affliction and to keep himself unspotted from the world we're not to go out and be nobody's going to pat you on the back and give you the natta boy for going to do what pure religion and undefiled is they're not you're not gonna have cameras coming around and putting you on the front pages of the news going about visiting the fatherless and visiting the widows visiting the afflicted that's not how we're supposed to be doing it. He said, the Lord will bless you in your what? In your deed. Not because of what we've done, but he'll bless you in the work that we're to be doing. We're to build our house. We're supposed to be not only hearers of the word, but doers of the word. In the uh, Gospels, in Matthew chapter 5, the Lord's talking to 
talking to him, and he's going to say the same thing. We're going to read in the Gospel of Matthew. We're uh, going to read, read in Gospel of Luke. In Matthew chapter 5, let's turn to Matthew chapter 7, verse 22. He says, many will say to me in that day, Lord, Lord, have we not prophesied in thy name? In thy name have cast out devils, and in thy name done many wonderful works. And then I will profess unto them, I never knew you. We talked last week about uh, Paul being wary about the serpent beguiling, you know, Eve, you know, and false prophets and false people coming in and trying to lead away and destroy the people of life. He's talking to some of them right here. He says, then while I profess to them, I never knew you. This is the Lord speaking to them. He never loved them. That's what he's saying there. I never knew you. He, of course he knows who, who he's talking to. <laughs> he knows he's the Alpha and the Omega, beginning from the end. He knows everything there is and was and is, is to come. Of course he knew them, but he didn't love them. He didn't know them before time ever began. He did not choose them out of Adam's race and into the family of God. He says, I never knew you. When I hear somebody say that in the natural realm, it's basically saying, you know, I never knew you. You know, there can be the most... <laughs> harsh words I've ever heard in walking around in this life if somebody act, you know, they mistreated them wrong and they did them wrong and you hear them, it's like, I, I never knew, you know, almost like, just don't even talk to me anymore. Well, here the Lord is saying, he says, I never knew you. He says, depart from me, ye that work iniquity. He says, therefore, whosoever heareth these sayings of mine, hearing and what? And doeth them, I will liken him unto a wise man which built his house Upon a what? Upon a rock. Who is our rock? Jesus Christ. We're not to build our house on our own righteousness. We're not to build our house on our own good works. We're to build them on what? The rock of ages. He says, I will liken them unto a man which built his house upon a rock. The rain descended and the floods came and the winds blew and beat upon that house. Now he's not talking about natural wind and natural rain. That's tomorrow's spiritual here. Does that sound familiar in your life? The rains descended, the floods came upon our soul, the winds blew and beat upon the house, and it fell not. Why? Because it wasn't built on sand, it was built on Jesus Christ. Our church is to be built on Jesus Christ. Where's our headquarters? It's in heaven, in Jesus Christ. Everything we have is in what? Jesus Christ, the rock. He says, so the house didn't fall when all the troubles come up, when the floods came, the winds blew. All throughout the, the scriptures, it talks about being on a ship and the winds and the waves and the sea beating upon the house. And we build our house, our family house, our house, our tabernacle, everything we have in our families, we build it upon the rock, we shall prevail. Why? Because Jesus Christ prevailed. And that's where we're building the rock. And everyone that heareth them sayings of mine and doeth them what? Doeth them not. So we're here, here they are hearing and not doing. Shall be likened to a foolish man which built his house upon the sand. The rain descended and the floods came. The winds blew and beat upon the house. And it fell. And great was the fall of it. Turn to, uh, over to Luke. And we're going to hear some of the same language. In Luke 6 and 47. We can start off in. Verse 36, he says, Be ye therefore merciful, as your Father also is merciful. 
Judge not, and ye shall not be judged. Condemn not, and ye shall be not be condemned. Forgive, and ye shall be forgiven. This is all stuff that we can do. Here the Lord is saying it. We can hear it, but we need to be doing these things. He says, give, and it shall be given unto you. Good measure, pressed down, and shaken together, and running. He says to some of the Pharisees, he says, and why call ye me? Lord, Lord, and do not the things which I say. He said, whosoever cometh to me. We know that no man can come unto the Father, or Jesus, except the Father which sent me, what? Draw him. So these are the people that's coming to us, the children of God, us here this afternoon. We hear the word and we come to Jesus. He says, whosoever cometh to me and heareth my sayings and doeth them. He says, Whosoever cometh to me and heareth my sayings and doeth them, I will show you to whom he is like. He's going to give you a picture of who he's like, that comes to him, that hears him, and does it. He says, he is like a man which is built in house and dig deep. And that's what we're to do. We're to, to dig deep in the word of God. We're supposed to search out those things like the Bereans daily. He says, he dig deep. We need to dig deep in our life. And the things we hear on a Sunday, we need to build our house throughout the week. We don't need to come and get a little bit on Sunday and try to start building the house. We need to dig deep. We need to hear it throughout the week of God, or in our work week. He says, he dig deep and laid the foundation on a rock. And when the floods arose and steam beat vehemently upon the house and could not shake it, for it was founded upon a rock. The Lord prayed that Satan wouldn't sift Peter as weak. That's what he's saying here. He says, and vehemently that house and could not shake it. And that's what that sift means. It's supposed to shake violently. It says, for it was founded upon a rock, Jesus Christ and him alone. For he that bear, see, you can't base your salvation and bear it up. We're as weak as sand. You need the rock to be able to hold it up. And that's our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. He can hold it up. It's too much of a weight for us to bear as sinful human beings. He says, but he that what? He that heareth and doeth not is like a man that without a foundation built a house upon the earth against which the stream did beat vehemently and immediately it fell. And nor that house was great. I want you to think this afternoon as the days go ahead. Not only we are reading the word of God, which is profitable for all things, but we're to build our house, our earthly tabernacle, our body, our family home, our church home. We need to continue to build upon the rock. We're not even supposed to be hearers of the word on Sunday, but doers of the word while we're out here in this world. We're not to be of the world, even though we're in it. So when I was reading and studying and, and looking at this, I couldn't help but to know how valuable the scriptures are, but if I'm just hearing it and I'm just reading it and I'm not doing it. It's not benefit anything. You know, Paul said, faith without works is dead. You know, it's dead. You're walking around the top. Uh, it's just, it's, it's not a good situation. I don't want to be dead. I want to be alive in Jesus Christ and set my household on the rock. So I know by reading these two uh, scriptures in the book of James, they're all exhorting us to not only be hearers of the word, and what's better than the word is perfect. It's the truth. It's the Lord. It's the written word, talking about the living word. If I build it upon that, when the winds and waves and sea come billowing around, I can stand strong. Why? It's not based on myself. It's not based on my, my deeds. It's based on the rock and him alone. I appreciate it.